0: Hey y'all, today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia Johnson, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content if you're watching it on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on any of our podcasting platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you all are notified every single time we upload. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 31 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and I truly appreciate it. So before we get deep into this episode, I have to invite my co-host in, Holy Spirit, so let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I want to thank you for allowing me to get on this podcast another episode I thank you for this platform. I thank you for the message that you gave me, and I thank you for the confirmation within this message. I pray, Lord, that the people who listen to this episode, that they learn the techniques of praying, and they learn that praying is specific to them, and they need to make it what's best for them. I pray, Lord, that any other tips that you have that you convey those to me as I'm teaching this episode and then that I have more of you and less of me in Jesus name I pray amen so now that I've invited my co-host in let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of the episode So if you would like to submit any high and low moments to the podcast, you always can do so by submitting those to our Instagram, DM, Facebook messages or directly to our email address. I'll be sure that all of that is listed down below in the show notes. And if you choose to do that, you may have the opportunity to be featured on the podcast. And if you want us to pray for you in private, you can also send those to us and we will pray for you in private. So do not hesitate to reach out for any high and low moments that you may have. But I did get a submission this week. I want to thank you all for being so supportive. I have had submissions for a couple of weeks, and I truly appreciate that. But this came from a friend of the show, Miss Shamiko Barron. She has definitely been on the show, and she is a loyal supporter, and I really appreciate you for supporting me so, so much. Her high for this week is just being able to touch girls' lives near and far. I've got some new mentees. Also, the feedback I've been getting from parents is super rewarding that is so great what stood out to me was the far to be able to reach out further than you ever experienced or ever expected you definitely know that God is in that movement or in that situation so definitely you're doing your purpose and what God intended for you to do so congratulations on that and she also submitted a low for this week. She says that she's starting to become anxious and a little overwhelmed and stressed with balancing work, life, and business. So I would definitely keep you in my prayers regarding your anxiousness because, you know, I'm a fellow anxiety person over here, so I definitely know how that can feel. But we know that if we continue to pray, that God will take over those anxious thoughts for us. So I'll definitely keep you in my prayers. And my listeners and viewers, I pray that you keep her in your prayers as well. So thank you again, Shamiko, for your high and low submission for this week. So now moving on to my personal high and low moments for the week. My first tie is an update from last week's episode. Last week, I mentioned that my aunt was in the hospital. So I am thankful to say she has since been released and she is back home and she is on the road to recovery. Still keep her in your prayers, y'all. She is still on her oxygen every single day and we want to pray that she doesn't have to be on her oxygen every day. So that's what I'm asking for you all to pray in agreement with me on But she is out of the hospital, and that is an amazing step. And we know that it is all because of God. So definitely want you guys to big up God in that area. And then also my second high is an update from a previous episode as well. If y'all remember me talking about the young man who played football, Mr. Leon White. Well, I am so grateful and thankful to say that he is up. He is walking and he is talking again, y'all. He was actually at the football game this past Friday and my aunt saw him and was able to talk to him. She even took a picture with him. So he is doing so much better. So if anyone prayed in agreement with us on that, I thank you so much for that. He has definitely been touched by God and he is doing so much better. So glory to God in those two high moments for this week. And then for this week, my low moment, like I said, I want y'all to um, continue to pray for my aunt because she is on oxygen on a daily basis. And we want to get her back to the point where she is on oxygen as needed and not daily. But if I were to give you a personal low that I want you guys to pray for me on, I would have to say pray for me for the up coming live that I have this week. So if you listen to last week's episode, I announced that I would start doing the Sikh Bible study. And on Thursdays of every week, I will be going live to recap the study for the week. And so the first one is coming up this Thursday, September 15th, I believe. And so y'all just keep me in your prayers as I'm getting everything ready for that live and then that God gives me great advice great wisdom regarding that word and that people show up and show out regarding that life because that is what I am nervous about but I know that this is what God is leading me to do so even if it's just one person in the room God told me to do it so I'm doing the right thing but definitely keep me in your prayers regarding that and I thank y'all in advance for the prayers that you are sending up for me. So if you did miss that episode, you do have some time to go back and listen to it and catch up on the Bible study. I can honestly say the first three days have been absolutely amazing. In my household, we decided to do it together. And maybe that's what your household can do. Like if you have a husband, if you have children, or if you just want to do it by yourself. But whatever works for you. But me and my household, we have been doing it together. And it has been an amazing experience. And I just love the time that we have together. Hearing each other's thoughts. Because, you know, everybody is going to receive something different out of the reading. So it's been enjoyable to do it with my household. And then we also have the Facebook group. So if you want to join that, be sure to click the link in the show notes below and I will approve you to be in it I've been trying to post every single day in it to talk about the reading for the day so I'm active in there too so if you want to talk about the reading and you don't want to work to Thursday definitely join the Facebook group for the Seek Bible Study and I'll also include the printable in this episode too if you want to go ahead and catch up before Thursday that'll be in the show notes as well but that's all the high moments that I have for this week. So let's go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of the episode. So like I mentioned in the high and low portion of the episode, since starting the Sikh Bible study, my household and I, we do get together every single night and read the scriptures that are on the printable for the day. But the reason that I am bringing that up again does have to do with this episode. So don't think that I'm just like repeating myself for no reason. But on day two of sitting down with my household to go over the Sikh Bible study, my grandmother explained that she doesn't enjoy praying out loud in group settings. Now, prayer didn't have anything to do with day two. If you've been reading the Bible plan, then you know, we were not talking about prayer in day two of the study, but God was being sovereign in that moment, leading my grandma to say something about prayer because he needed to confirm a word to me for the study of this week's episode so back in july god gave me the word for my age of 29 that being push which as i explained in my birthday episode push has two meanings for me in this season so first push just meaning keep going keep at it you're doing what i need you to do just keep going just keep going in galatians 6 and 9 which is my focus scripture for the year basically keep going and you will reap a harvest. The second meaning of PUSH right now in this season is the acronym PUSH, pray until something happens. As a result of PUSH, pray until something happens, that part of the PUSH meaning for me in my age of 29, I wrote down in my list of episodes for the year to do an episode teaching people how to pray. So ever since July the episode has been sitting in my episode bank. So back in August, I actually picked it out of my bank and I put it on a date in August and then God was like, "Mm -mm, I got another word for you. And so then I pushed it down a little bit more. And so I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know if I really need to do the prayer episode because it got pushed, but I'm going to put it down for September 12th and I'm just going to let you speak to me. So if you have the word that you want me to give, just let me know. That was my prayer earlier this week. So I record on Sundays. So I will have to record September 11th to release the episode for September 13th, which is today. So day two of the Bible study happened to be on September the 9th. Two days before I have to film the episode. So I needed to write the episode pretty soon. So, but I was just waiting on God to send me a word. And so, day two of the Bible plan, September 9th, my grandma randomly starts talking about prayer. And like I mentioned, the reading had nothing to do with prayer, but I knew that God had maneuvered the conversation to prayer to confirm to me that it's time to talk about it. Let's get into prayer. (laughs) that's one of my favorite things about God is that he is so so sovereign and I love that about him and he is very intentional and that is the reason I went on that little tangent because this episode is about prayer but I went on that little tangent to remind you all that we serve a sovereign God and he is in control of everything and nothing happens by happenstance God is in everything including the little things that we may miss because if I wasn't being sensitive to God's voice, I could have missed that. I could have been like, "Why? Why are we talking about prayer? Why are we talking about prayer today?" It's reading, but I'm sensitive to his his word, and so I knew that he was guiding me from a prayer that I had prayed earlier in the week. So basically, I said all of that to say reflect in this moment and think maybe God has confirmed something to you in a small thing that you didn't even think about but you weren't sensitive to his voice at that time concerning that area so just think back and God may have already spoke to you in the area that you prayed he just did it in a small way and you were expecting this big grand gesture a big grand reveal he's not always a gaudy god <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> Now, I don't know who that word is for, but I definitely know that it's for somebody because God specifically told me to include that little story in the intro part of the biblical background. So, definitely take heed to that. (laughs) But getting back into the episode, because this episode is going to teach you how to pray. So, this episode will be a tips episode that I mentioned back in Sis, you need these things where I talked about I was going to start incorporating tip episodes or essential episodes to help you through your Christian walk. So this is one of those episodes and I'm very excited about this episode because the tips that I am going to share in this episode have been so monumental in my prayer life specifically Since I learned these things, and so I just pray that it helps someone else and I can share the word that was provided to me, I can pay it for it. So I'm happy that I am able to do that. So sis, let's pray. Before I get into my tips, I want to first point out why we should even pray. Because I feel like if you don't understand why you should pray the tips are pointless because you're not going to pray because you don't even think you need to. So I think it's important to talk about why we should pray first before I get into those tips. So the biggest reason you pray is because prayer is how we communicate with God. We can't have a personal relationship to someone that we never talk to. And prayer is literally talking to God. So since God is not a human, we can't sit And see him and talk to him. And so that's why it's called prayer. Because we're speaking to someone who is not an earthly deity. So if you would like to get to know God, you first have to talk to God. You have to spend time with him, right? And so through my prayer life, it has been proven to me time and time again that one, God is real. Two, God knows me. And three, I can trust him because he does answer prayers. He listens to me. He hears me. So, for example, I remember there was this one time that there was this bill that needed to be paid for the podcast. Like, literally, my service was about to cut off the next day. (laughs) And I didn't have the funds. I just didn't have it. And so I sat down in my bed. I grabbed my prayer journal. And I prayed to God. And I let him know that, God, you told me to start this podcast. And I'm being obedient. To what you told me to do. And in order to get this episode out, I need that service. So I need you to make a way for me to be able to pay the bill because I just don't have it. And I know that you are a provider. So after I prayed that prayer, I like let it go. I like clean my hands of it because I'm just like, it's on you, God. It's on you, not God. It's on you. So a few hours later, I wasn't even thinking about it anymore. I've randomly got a cash out notification from a family friend who had sold into the ministry. I didn't even ask for it. It just randomly came. And that answer prayer proved to me again, I should say, because that's not the first answer prayer. It proved to me again that I'm just not talking to an imaginary friend in the sky when I talk to God. He hears me. He knows my needs. He provides for me, and it reminded me that I was talking to the one true God. So to reiterate my point, the reason we pray is to talk to God. It's not for your mama. It's not for your daddy. It's not for your sister. It's literally for you to talk to God. That's why you pray. So now that I've gotten my point out as to why you pray, that brings me to my first tip, which is, Prayer should be a lifestyle. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17 says, pray without ceasing. Prayer should not be an emergency plan that you run to in case of emergencies. (laughs) Prayer should be a part of your everyday lifestyle. So, for instance, my brother-in-law, he's a vegetarian. And so he lives a vegetarian lifestyle, right? So every day he goes out of his way to make sure a meat product never enters his mouth. So when he has to go to a restaurant, what he's going to do is look up that restaurant and make sure there's a vegetarian option on that menu because he's going to make sure he continues to live that vegetarian lifestyle and no meat product ever enters his mouth. And because he's so serious about that lifestyle, we've all become accustomed to his lifestyle and we know Okay, if we have a family get together, we have to make sure that there's a meatless option so he has something to eat. And this is how you should be in your prayer lifestyle. It shouldn't be an option of, I'm not going to pray. It should always be. I have to pray. That's my standard. That's what I do. I'm going to go out of my way to make sure I pray every single day. So with me in my prayer lifestyle, I like to pray in the morning. So I'm going to make sure I have some time before I start everything to sit down and pray to God and also to get everybody else accustomed to it when I pray I put my phone on do not disturb so if somebody texts me they can see oh her phone is on do not disturb she's doing something so let me give her her time you know to get people to respect oh this is my prayer time with my Abba so give me my personal time with him now keep in mind Your prayer does not have to be in the morning. That's just what I like to do. But with that being said, that brings me to my second tip. Prayer isn't a ritual. And this second tip is so vital to me because I feel like this tip is why a lot of people shy away from praying because they look at praying as a ritual. And it's so far from that. People get so caught up in the setup of prayer, making sure the prayer sounds good to others, making sure the prayer is long, making sure they are using the the big biblical words, you know, father of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, blah, 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 blah. You know, they, they want to sound like the preacher that they hear preaching every Sunday. We have to remember <laughs> the prayer that's done in church in a corporate setting, that is not. What God expects from you when it comes to prayer in a personal setting, or that's not even what God expects for you if you're praying for somebody. He wants you to pray how you are comfortable with praying. He knows you, so He already knows He didn't design you to be an intercessor in praying tongue if you can. He didn't design you that way, so don't try to pray like somebody else when He designed them to pray that way. He didn't design you to pray that way. You're never going to be comfortable praying that way if he didn't design you to pray that way in matthew chapter 6 verses 6 to 7 jesus reminds us not to get so caught up in praying like others so the scriptures read but when you pray go into your private room shut your door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you when you pray don't babble like the gentiles Since they imagine they'll be heard for their many words. When you get into the point of praying just like to make sure that it's long enough for others. To make sure it sounds good enough for the others. You're like the Gentiles at that point. You're not praying with sincerity. You're worried about what other people think about your prayer and not what God thinks about the prayer. One thing I always have to remind myself when I'm praying is I don't have to pray like the people that I saw growing up in the church. God designed me. And he knows how I pray he knows that in order for me to focus when I'm praying I have to prayer journal and so that's why he introduced me to the concept of prayer journaling and it's the same thing as praying out loud to him we have to remember you can come to God as you are like I keep saying God knows the being that he created he knows you He isn't expecting you to be like your pastor, to be like your deacon, to be like your grandma. He's expecting you to be like you. So if you like to pray out loud, pray out loud. If you like to pray journal, pray journal. If you like to pray internally and whisper, then do that. Basically, what I'm saying is do what works best for you when it comes to praying to God, because you're talking to him. That's your time with God. And that's you talking to your God. So it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. All it matters is what God thinks. In 1 Samuel 16 and 7, it says, People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And that tells us right there, God is only looking for heart posture when it comes to praying. Now, with all of that being said, Prayer is not a ritual, and it doesn't have to sound like anybody else's prayer, like I said. But prayer should contain four things. And so my next tip is actually going to be four tips in one, because I'm going to teach you a great method of how to pray. And it's the method that I was taught, and it has helped me so much in my prayer life. And I'm so happy that I get to share the prayer method with you all. And that prayer method is the method PRAY, which is an acronym that stands for P, Praise, R, REPENT, A, ASK, and Y, YIELD. And you can actually find this prayer method demonstrated perfectly in Matthew 6, 9 through 13. And in Matthew 6, 9 and 13, those are the scriptures where Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray. So in Matthew chapter 6, he was telling his disciples first, listen, don't don't babble. Don't don't pray like these people. No, that's not what I want you to do. But then he also offered them an example of how to pray, which is so perfect. I always say, if you are going to instruct somebody on not to do something, then provide them with what they should do. Like it's pointless if you don't help them out and teach them to go the right way. So Jesus did provide the disciples that. And with that, we're able to get an example of how to pray. And if y'all are looking at Matthew 6, 9 through 13, you're probably like, oh, I've seen this before, and that's because those scriptures are what we all know as the Lord's Prayer. And if you're a Baptist baby like me, then I know that you know this prayer because you heard it sung every single Sunday during church. Yes, the whole prayer was sung every single Sunday in my church growing up, so I know that prayer by heart. And I'm not even going to hide the fact that the Lord's Prayer is the prayer that I prayed every single night. And that's it for a long time. Like, I didn't add anything else. I was just taught to pray, and that's the prayer I prayed until I got a little bit older and was like, okay, I can, I can, I can make the prayer a little bit personal. But it was the prayer that I, I prayed growing up, and I feel like it taught me a great foundation. Thank you very much for all those people giggling at me. <laughs> and I say that because I remember one time in church, I was a group of people doing devotion. And when it got to the prayer and devotion, the adult started praying the Lord's Prayer and you know you had some people looking around like what 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 but actually y'all shouldn't have been laughing at him because guess what he prayed the perfect prayer according to Jesus so next time you hear somebody pray the Lord's Prayer in a corporate setting don't laugh at them because guess what it's the perfect prayer so with that being said I am going to refer to the Lord's Prayer as I am teaching you guys how to pray in this episode because like I said it's the perfect prayer that's what jesus said he said it was the perfect prayer and also you can see the pray method demonstrated exactly in the lord's prayer so that lets us know that the pray method is exactly what we should do when we go into prayer every single time so let's go ahead and get into the first letter of the pray method which is p which stands for praise whenever we enter into prayer with god we should praise him So in Psalm 150 verse 6, it says, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And the two ways you can praise God is by acknowledging who he is and then also showing thanks for what he's done for you already. The Lord's prayer in Matthew 6 and 9 actually starts out with, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So hallowed means to be greatly revered and honored. A synonym of reverence is a worship. And the definition of worship is the expression of approval or admiration for someone or something. So we see perfectly right here in the first scripture of the Lord's prayer that we are praising God. Praise is so essential because it changes your heart posture. So for example, if we are in need of something and we begin to praise God, For being Jehovah Jireh in our lives, at that point, we're reminding our heart that God is our provider. And so instead of worrying about what you need, you're thinking about how God is a provider. And so you're probably reaching back in your memory bank about the time that God provided this for you or provided that for you. So if He provided those things, of course He's going to provide what you're worrying for, right? Another example, if we're going through a really tough time, like we're really depressed in that moment, instead of being depressed in that moment, we start to acknowledge God as Jehovah Shalom. At that point, we're telling our heart, God is our peace. So I have a God that provides me peace. So instead of worrying about like what I'm depressed about or what I'm anxious about, I'm thinking about how God is my peace in my life. And so that's why it's so important for us to enter into prayer with praise because we are acknowledging God for who he is. And then also we're reminding ourselves of who God is to us and we're fixing our heart posture. So instead of going into prayer with like a hardened heart, we're reminded of all the good things that God has done for us. And we're also encouraged that he can continue to do great things for us. So after you praise, the next letter in the pray method is R, which stands for repent. Repent means to ask for forgiveness and also turn away from the sin. And as many of us know, none of us walking this earth are perfect. And Jesus died on the cross to provide us the ability to go directly to God and ask for forgiveness and quickly receive that forgiveness. As 1 John 1 and 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And repentance can be found in the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, verse 12 in the A portion of that scripture where it says, and forgive us our debts. Debts in this scripture means sin. So whenever you're praying that Lord's prayer and you say that, you're asking for forgiveness of your sins. And repentance is so essential to prayer because before you ask God for something, you want to go in with a pure heart. That's what I like to do, especially if I know I've sinned in that day. I kind of feel guilty asking her for something if I know I've been bad. Kind of like, you know, when you're a child and you did something bad that day, you're not going to ask your mama, can you do something? Or can you spend the night at somebody's house? Because you already know. She's going to be like, no. (laughs) But God isn't like that. But just the earthly side of me likes to show God that, hey, I know that I'm not supposed to do this. I know I'm not. Please help me to not do this. Help me turn my heart towards the right. Thing that I should do in, in that situation in, instead of sin in that situation, Lord help me <laughs> before I try to go and ask Him for something. That's just what I like to do, but it is important to repent always because we have that ability to be forgiven for our sins. So why not take advantage of it? Now, when I say that, I don't mean just continue to go out there and sin. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you do fall short in prayer, that's your opportunity to ask for forgiveness of that sin and to also ask him to help you to turn your heart away from that sin so you become a better person i'm not saying just go out there and sin okay i just, i don't want y'all to get confused because <laughs> some people do live their lives like that and um, i don't agree if you're looking at your Bible, you also see that there's a B portion of Matthew 6 and 12. And that B portion, I love too, because it reminds us of something that a lot of us forget to do. And that B portion reads, as we forgive our debtors. Now, I know a lot of people have a hard time forgiving others, okay? in this prayer is reminding us that we have to forgive others, God does not want us to be upset at others. That is one thing he is adamant about. He wants us to forgive others. Now, first of all, think about it like this. How in the world can you go to God and ask for forgiveness, but have a hardened heart for someone and won't forgive them? We are supposed to reflect God's image, right? And if God is forgiving of us, we have to forgive Whoever we're holding the grudge against or whoever hurt us, we have to forgive them. Now, one thing I have learned in therapy, and this is not in my notes at all, it is possible to forgive someone, but not forget what they have done to you. So if you've forgiven somebody and you're still experiencing the thought of what they've done, that doesn't mean you haven't forgiven them. It's just in us to remember we're humans. We're not like God. God can truly forgive and forget. We cannot. We can only forgive and work towards forgetting. And the forgetting does not happen overnight. Because I struggle with that. You know, with me, I was like, I forgave my dad. Every time I remember these bad thoughts, why am I still remembering them? And through therapy, God was able to show me, like, it just takes time. Forgetting takes time. But once you, in your heart, forgiven them and gave that over to me, forgetting is going to happen eventually, but it does take time. So thank you, Lord, for that because that was not in my notes and I pray that that helps somebody out in what they're going through with forgiving somebody. But we have to remember, we have to forgive. That is something that is required of us to forgive. So, that is the R part of the pray method. We have to repent for our sins. And that brings us to the next letter in the pray method, which is A, and that stands for ask. Now, this is an easy one that I feel like I don't have to give a huge definition of because we all know how to ask. We've been asking since we came out the womb. When we were babies, we cried. When we were hungry, that was us asking. And as we got older and could talk, we knew how to be like, Mama, I'm hungry. Daddy, I'm hungry. Mama, I need some money. We know how to ask, okay? (laughs) But one thing that God prompted me to tell y'all or remind you, because you've probably already heard this before that God is a big God. He's a God that makes the impossible possible. So an impossible prayer to others, and also to yourself, you may be like, oh, that's impossible. But we have to remember that it's very possible for God. Never limit your asking when it comes to God, because he is a big God. And if it's within his will, he will make that ask, that impossible prayer, he will make it happen. So Philippians 4 and 19 says, and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. And asking can be found in the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6 and 11, which reads, give us this day our daily bread. Now this goes back in the Old Testament. Y'all know my favorite part of the Bible. This goes back there. This happened in Exodus chapter 16, to be exact, when the Israelites were in the wilderness and they didn't have any food. And what God did was he created this bread called manna and he allowed manna to rain down every single morning and land on the ground. So when the Israelites came out of their tents, they could just go out, pick the manna up and that was their food for the day. And God did this for 40 years. He provided their daily bread for them. So this is why Jesus set it up as give us this day our daily bread because God provided daily bread for them. But that is him asking God to give us this day. That is an ask. If y'all were curious as to where ask is in the Lord's prayer. And I talked about the whole manna story in detail in a previous episode titled God Makes a Way. I'll be sure to leave the link to that episode in the show notes below if you are curious to listen to that episode and you missed it. So the takeaway for ask is basically do not limit your asking to God. If it's within his will, he can make it happen. He is a God who can make the impossible possible. Nothing is limited when it comes to God. And now that brings us to the last letter of the pray method, which is Y, which stands for yield. Now, if you are a loyal listener, then you have definitely heard me talk about yield before because it is definitely a fundamental that I live on in this day and age. To yield is simply to move out of the way of God and allow him to lead you in the direction that you should go. So just like when you approach a yield sign when you're driving, when you come up to that yield sign before pulling out, you yield and allow the other vehicles to drive before you pull out. That's basically what you're doing with God. So before pulling out and making the decision in your life to go left or right, you're yielding and you're letting God tell you, go left my child or go right my child. And then you take whichever route he told you to go. That's what yielding is. So to break it down a little bit more and make it a little bit more plain for my people out there who still may be a little confused. An example of yielding would be like if you have a big decision to make. Instead of making that decision immediately, what you do is you take that decision and you pray to God about it. You ask him, God, which way should I go in this decision? And then you allow him to respond to you and tell you which way that you should go. That's what it means to yield to God. And yielding can be found in two places in the Lord's Prayer. So first is found in Matthew 6 and 10, which reads, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. So that part where it says, Thy will be done, that is yielding to God and saying, Your will, not mine. And that is a crucial thing when it comes to, to praying to, you have to pray within God's will because if you're praying something that's against God's will, the answer is always going to be no. He's answering your prayer, but it's going to consistently be no because it's not in his will. We have to remember to pray in God's will and to know God's will, we have to ask him for his will. That goes back to X, but okay, I'm digressing. So let's get to the second part of yield in the Lord's Prayer and that is Matthew 6 and 13, which reads, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So the second example of a yielding would be when you invite God into your situation. And with that, you're inviting him in to give you the strength that you need, to give you the will that you need, to give you the guidance, to give you the strength. You are allowing him into the situation you're yielding so he can come on in right? So yielding can be two things. Yielding can be, oh, let me stop. Or yielding can be like, let me get out of the way. Both of those two examples are yielding. For example, in my dating life right now, when I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, Lord, is this the right person for me? Instead of going and being like, yeah, let's, let's go date. Let's do this. I'm asking, Lord, is this who you have for me? You know, that is me yielding to him. Because if I did go ahead and just date that person, I could be leading myself into temptation with that person because that's not the plan that God had for me with that person specifically. Or another example I just thought of if you're trying to go buy a car and you don't invite God into that buying situation and You get the car that he didn't have in his will for you and the car note is super expensive. It can lead you into temptation of sinning, stealing something or selling drugs, you know, doing something that's a sin. And that could be your temptation, you know. So basically, that's what lead us not into temptation is and how it is a form of yielding to God. So always remember in your prayers to yield to God. It is so important. And with that, I've completed my list of tips to teach you how to pray. I pray that these tips help you grow in your prayer life. I pray that these tips help you hear God, become more comfortable with God, and that you see God more in your life. As a result of having a strengthened prayer life because of these tips. And for that person out there that may feel like right now, like I am way too far gone. Like I haven't prayed in years and God is not going to hear my prayer. First of all, that is not true. It's never too late. God is waiting for you and he is going to hear your prayer. Even if you haven't talked to him in years, he is going to hear your prayer. So what I want to do right now is I want to pray for you specifically that you're able to realize that he hears you, he sees you, and he's waiting for you. So let's take a moment and bow our heads for those people. So Father God, I want to thank you for letting your child hear this episode. It is not by happenstance that they are hearing this episode, teaching them how to pray, teaching them how to talk to you. I pray that they forgive themselves for not talking to you. And they realize that you've forgiven them. They just simply have to ask and they are forgiven. I pray that they come to you boldly. And I pray that you enter into their lives like you've never done before. And they see your strength. They see your guidance. And they see that you really know them through their prayer life. I pray that they just commit to pray to pray to you five days. That's it. And that you prove to them that you are a real God. You're not an imaginary God. You hear them. You see them. You know them. You created them. And I pray that whatever grudge that they have, that they are just simply letting it go right now. Again, Lord, I thank you for the words in this episode. And I thank you for the healing of your children. I thank you that you have given us a free savior to allow us to talk to you at will with freedom with no cost every single day we can talk to you directly i thank you for that lord in jesus name i pray amen and while we're in this posture i also want to offer someone who may listening to this episode if you feel like you're in a backslidden position or you feel like i've never even accepted jesus as my savior Right now, I want to offer you the opportunity to become reborn. Now, I say reborn because in John chapter 3, verse 3, it says, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And to become reborn is very simple. All you have to do, even if you're in a backslidden state, all you have to do is believe in Jesus and then accept him as your savior. So if you can't remember a time where you actually accepted him or you backslidden and you want to accept him again, all you have to do is repeat this very sharp prayer after me. It goes, Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving me from sin. And thank you for delivering me from sin. In Jesus name. Amen. And just that simple. You are now a part of the union of Christ. And we're so excited to finally have you a part of the family. Congratulations, y'all. So if you repeated that prayer after me, be sure to connect with a Bible teaching church. Churches are going to be so essential because they provide you a shepherd. And that shepherd is going to give you some great biblical tools and really break things down for you. And also churches allow a fellowship as well. If you cannot find a Bible teaching church in your area, I always leave my church's live stream link down below in the show notes. So definitely check that out. We go live at 830 a.m. Central Standard Time and 10:30 a.m central standard time every single sunday and then also another essential step in my opinion is to purchase our reborn workbook you can find that link down below in the show notes but that workbook is going to be so great in helping you navigate this new walk with christ it has tons of tips has tons of scriptures and tons of advice for you so definitely check that link out down below So that's all that I have for you guys today. But before getting out of here, y'all know that I do have two questions for you. The first, what was your key takeaway? And second, did you learn anything new? If you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to comment down below in the comment section. And if you're watching on Spotify, you can leave an answer in the Q&A section in the app. I cannot wait to read you guys' comments. Y'all know that my goal for this podcast is to be a small group community. So I love hearing your opinion on things and I love talking back to y'all in the comment section so please do not hesitate at all and for my people who are watching right now on the YouTube premiere I see you we see each other and I so so appreciate y'all for joining me tonight and spending time with me if you want to be a part of the premiere family I always premiere the episodes at 7 p.m central standard time Every single Tuesday and there is a live chat where you can talk to me and all the other listeners while you watch the episode. So if you want to join the premiere family, definitely check my YouTube link out below, hit the subscribe button and then turn on the bell notification. Then you'll be notified whenever the episode premieres. And also on my YouTube channel, the seek Bible study live stream is going to happen over there. So you'll be notified when those live streams happen. So definitely make sure you are subscribed and your notifications are on For my YouTube channel. But regardless of where you're listening or watching. I want everybody to please share this episode with five of your friends. Sharing is going to be so essential to this podcast ministry. Because it gets God's word out. And it's also going to help the person that you send it out to. If they listen to it. So definitely share this episode with five of your friends. To be a digital disciple. Yes. And then also remember, if you do have any prayer requests or you have any high and low moments that you want to share, you can always send those to us at obediencepodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or to our Instagram page or our Facebook page. I'll make sure all of that is in the show notes below, like I mentioned earlier. And if you do submit anything, we will always be in agreement with you in prayer. And then you have the chance to be featured on the episode. Doing the high and low portion. All right. So I do think that is all the announcements that I have for this week's episode. So I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. I pray that this episode found you blessed. And I pray that it left you even more blessed. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient. And I'll see y'all next time. Ciao.